Welcome back again to the Reserve Senior Podcast. We missed you. It's been a couple days, actually. So we're still on episode 17, and we're still not missing our spleens. Part two. Part Let's two. go. <laughs> and I'm here with my co-host, Michael. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Raheem. We're back for part two right. of our Snyder Cut review with our special guest, Cassidy Smith. Hey, guys. Hello, Cassidy. <laughs> and uh just let you guys know it's a uh, we both we all been having a little little drinks <laughs> i'm good but i'll just say it i'm good what are you saying all right does one of us not seem good now now you're the only one who who doesn't seem good <laughs> what <laughs> excuse me weird now what i'm acting with, okay whatever fine sure <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no we're gonna jump no, right into up? our uh our part two of our snyder cut review and this is gonna be all spoilers and all analysis our our uh, part one episode was pretty much non-spoilers uh, we gave some of our likes and dislikes so if you haven't heard that episode Go back and listen to it real quick because there's a lot of good stuff. And give it a like. And give it a like and share. That's what we forgot to say now in the last one. Yeah, but and um, give it a oh. five star review. Five star review. Yes. That's gonna do us some good. But six if you can. If you could, if you could give a five six star review. You should give a five star review and then write in the comments. If I could give a six star review, I would. Then that yes. everybody really knows. <laughs> it, it's really a six <laughs> Anyways, do all that and then come back here and then listen to this part two of our Snyder Cut review. So full spoilers, guys. What you got? All right, Martian Manhunter. What do you think? Dope. Amazing. I loved him. I want. I want to see he more. Was cool. Yeah. Yes. I John was Jones. A- amazing. Yes, I was afraid. You know, after we got the one scene of him, and it turns out he was like pretending to be Lois Lane, I was like, "Oh man!" You didn't see him for a while. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be all we see Wait, of him." He was pretending to be Martha, right? Yeah. Right. I'm okay. sorry. Yes. Yeah. 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 But he came back in the end for a, at least one scene, and I'd like to see him. But that's he was awesome. But that's one of the things that I hope they continue the Snyder universe yeah. forward is because, God, I want to see more uh, Martian Manhunter. I want to see him. Yeah. I want to see him so badly. So are we going to basically... He looks so good, too. I think with the spoilers, we should maybe almost start from the end because those are like the most spoiler-heavy, like the epilogue of the of the series. Yeah, Like with sure. Martian Manhunter. Um, but like, what did you all think also of like uh, of Joker, of Deathstroke, of this Lex Luthor that was out of uh, out of Arkham, it was insane. I was so I was probably the most excited in in the epilogue than I was at any part uh, else during the movie. Yeah, I made the I, four I, hours I, worth it. <laughs> yeah, I really loved it too, and I've heard some um, people who didn't like it as much because um, they really just don't like that version of Joker, and they don't really know why that version of the storyline is going there but i really enjoyed it i i never had that big of a problem with jerry little joker you know he he's not i you know he's not yeah. the best joker i don't think but i enjoyed watching him here because man he really is crazy and <laughs> I, and i yeah. i like seeing his relationship with his batman and and you know you feel that there's a history there between them yeah I think that they always give you just enough of Jared Leto's Joker to make <laughs> you want more. 
Yeah. Uh, like I, every time I see him, I'm like, you know, I don't dislike him, but I wish I could see more of him <laughs> to like really be able to form an opinion. And I feel like that every time, like we got more of him, and I was like, this is amazing, but like I still want more. Like I still don't have enough. I feel like I don't have enough of his of his personality or of his character to be able to really form a solid opinion of of whether I like or dislike him uh, in this in this iteration. But like, isn't that kind of the Joker though? Like his personality does kind of change. Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Even in I the agree. same iteration, I think it's it, it's very special. I think it's very unique, um, a unique iteration of it in the way that they've they've played it out. I don't know what y'all think of that. Um, I like the idea that they're playing around his character a lot because jo- Joker is, like you said, unstable. He's very uh, mental, you know, and uh, we don't know how yeah. far in the future this is. Uh, so we don't know exactly what it is. But I heard that there's some rumors that they, they were um, going to introduce maybe uh, another uh, Robin, maybe in between these those two films or those two timelines that we're seeing. And so we're going to see. Uh, that, that's been rumored ever since before BVS came out. I know, but then we only got like the one, uh, the one dead Robin. So I'm I'm hearing that we might have gotten an, get another one right. too. But I'm assuming that the one they're referencing in in the in this movie is the one that's already dead because we did see the suit with, him, with the Joker spray painted all over. Yeah, it's definitely the referencing the one that's already dead. But uh, I think um, who's that? Honestly, Tim with that, Drake is that the- last little. I think it was Tim Drake. Uh, that that's the one that's that's dead in this universe. But uh. I think them flash forwarding to these dreams that are reoccurring in the last couple films, like with even in BVS, he had he had like a a dream of like this this messed up world, which is like Cat uh, we and Cats were talking about is basically injustice. The the movie, mm-hmm. uh, what's the storyline? And uh, we even saw that with with Superman at the end. You know, he came and he was an evil mm-hmm. Superman. Yeah, that's it's literally yeah. injustice. Um, <laughs> and I I don't know how long in the future this is going to play out but i kind of like the idea to kind of keep teasing this thing and it better be a huge event because i mean superman's this man's already been built up in this world as pretty much indestructible right and like i, I don't know how they would beat him well obviously obviously i mean i guess like they would get crypt, more kryptonite or whatever you know batman always wins in the end or whatever but um it, it's a very Martha. interesting thing to see <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but uh but i don't i don't know i don't know exactly how it's going to play out and i kind of like it but i i, yeah. I kind of don't particularly like the idea that they just introduced deathstroke and then they show that eventually deathstroke becomes on the same team as batman that kind of was like hmm. okay yeah all right i can see, I, I mean i'm not too upset about it but i was kind of like i don't know i liked took, it took away I, I thought I, it was good because it, like it. it makes you wonder why. Like, okay, what happened just, from point A to get to what? What happened at point B to get from point A to point C? Like, what was that middle part that happened? Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, I do understand that point, but like, also, I I just felt like maybe I just wanted a little breathing room between that, just a little bit. You know, but I understand they had to keep the move moving a little bit forward and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and having all that stuff. But um, well, my question is, I, 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 it, I like this. Is this a is this the future of the movie that we want just watched, or is this an alternate timeline, an alternate future? Uh, I really I don't know. I really Do we know that uh, it's the future? I really feel like it's such a tease. 
I it's want it so badly. Me too. That's uh, that's one of the, <laughs> I I think it's a tease because you know why? Because um in the future where the when the Flash when Flash didn't uh save them at the end, they all died. So this wouldn't have this wouldn't have existed. Because uh, Batman well, would have been dead. Yeah, right. but I mean, unless you're in the in the Justice verse, the Justice League, <laughs> uh, whenever Justice. they didn't even have the need for that, whenever Superman just showed up and like just like destroyed everybody, um, right? But I don't know. That's... I I I really like this universe. I really really hope that they expand upon it. I think that fans need to keep being active, keep showing yes. their support for this. You know what I, I rip, saw? I hope this becomes canon. I saw honestly. on um, Twitter today that on March 25th, and it might already happen by the time everybody hears this. I'm not sure, but there's going to be a or something about restore the Snyder verse, uh, like hashtag. Yes. Oh. And so that oh. stuff is already already happening. Everybody's wants a continuation of this. And um, I'm one of those. I'm going to be showing my support on, on Twitter, too, because that's how this Snyder Cut got made and, and shown the light of day. And that's how mm-hmm. I think this universe can continue forward. Because, man, damn, I want to see the Injustice movie. Because I love that storyline so oh, much. I love this it is. I want to see the backstory between Robin and Batman and Joker because they had so much just in that dialogue. I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I, it just got me so excited. So I want to see the continuation of this story, and I really hope we do. Um, but that's one of the things with this. They're, yeah. Oh, go ahead. They're reporting that that Warner Brothers C, CEO said there's no Snyderverse. It's over. I think that's. But I, I I highly doubt it. But I they, think that's they a also lie, said that about the Snyder Cut article. Um, yeah, they said yeah. it didn't exist. Uh, mm. We'll see. I think that's um, a huge. I I mistake, really but. think that anything. I really think that one of, uh, I mean, obviously there have been so many like tragedies and um, uh, uh, so many things that have happened with the pandemic. But I think that one thing that has been, I think, a net positive is that with streaming services, they've become a lot more powerful, a lot more prevalent, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more uh, respected, I guess, because so many things, instead of being released directly to theaters or to a DVD, they've been released on streaming services. And so I think that we do have a lot more power um, as mm. people that do subscribe to these to like to be able to demand like no like this is what we want um, from you as as our provider as someone that subscribes to you like we want this like you you need to provide this for us. I, I think the reviews will will tell in time when yeah. if they if they decide to not go forward with this, the backlash will be even worse than what it was before. <laughs> Significantly. Right I think so, too. Because the, the uni- the- like I said in, in part one, the universe is so much more expansive and so much better, and I enjoyed it being back under Zack's vision. And I just think a more consistent universe where everything builds off of each other is so much better yeah. than a individual story here Stay and an individual alone. story yeah. here and an individual story here. A bunch of unconnected stuff. You get so much yeah. more enjoyment for me personally, as a fan well, this of is, of a connected universe. I I told this is the uh, the quote from the CEO. She said, "I appreciate that that they love Zach's work, and we are very thankful for his many contributions to DC. We're just so happy that we he could bring his cut of Justice League to life because that wasn't in the plan until about a year ago. With that comes the completion of his trilogy." 
we're very happy we're, we've done this, but we're very excited about the plans we have for all the multi-dimensional DC characters that are being developed right now. Oof. I think she's, knowing Warner Brothers, uh, she's probably going to be fired. Uh. <laughs> you know what? They're going to make the mis- They're going to make the mistake. And and not go forward in Snyder verse. Yeah. And then, you know, four or five years from now, we're gonna get it. You know, <laughs> they gotta make their mistake you first. Guys, and they'll, they'll you guys, it we now. just have to we we have to stick together. Uh, we have to stand our ground because, like, we've shown again, like how much fans can can demand and like what the expectation is from the studios. Like, there there is a fan base. Clearly, mm-hmm. there is a fan base for this and then there's a demand for this and so they really should be providing providing the content for it Um, yeah because it just builds off of itself so well and everything that it set up in man of steel and bbs it was such a consistent story and trilogy almost but like the when the flash in bbs came and was warning batman in in the chair and everything he came from the future like oh we didn't know what it was but he was warning batman and that follows up on this one and you see god well that was really the flash from the injustice universe or the timeline he's warning that it just follows up it builds on it so well um whereas i just think what you're just not gonna follow up on that or or it it has so much potential uh (laughs) pun intended but they will be doing a very uh injustice Injustice, to the dc (laughs) hey for anybody who doesn't know what the injustice universe is just to fill in on that real quick but it's a comic uh storyline and i think was it a video game first and then they did comics based on video games yeah yeah Yeah, it was like video games first kind of like mortal Kombat, but yeah but for um the dc the DC universe. I'm it's sorry. actually made by it's actually made by the same people who made Mortal Kombat. Right, right. Anyways, Injustice is so good. Very good video it's game. It's very good. Highly it's, recommend it's, it. it's a it's it's a video game and comic, but the Joker pretty much kills uh, Lois Lane. A pregnant Lois. Or, Lane. No, he he yeah he he somehow gets Superman or somebody. Lois Lane and and Superman's unborn son um, get killed, and it Superman goes crazy, and so he becomes. He gets manipulated. And he becomes like the leader of the world, basically, and so it splits uh, the characters into two. And so you have Superman's regime, and Batman has underground uh, some underground heroes that are fighting Superman, basically. So it, you can see yeah. the the beginnings of that play out, or how it has played out in particularly the with the uh, very, 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 very obvious um, pregnancy test that. Lois yes. Lane has. Oh yeah, that was so. And Zack Snyder confirmed that she's subtle. It yeah, it's like subtle. Wow, that's yeah, but he confirmed that she is pregnant. Uh, in this, like, I think yeah. in an interview or something, it was like, um, he didn't make it clear in the movie whether they yeah. were just trying or if so, she was pregnant. But I guess my pregnant. question for y'all, and I was a little bit confused, uh, with the theatrical cut versus the uh, Snyder cut. How long after BBS does this take place? Like, do y'all know? Supposedly not that long because, I mean, she's taking a pregnancy test. But I w- originally know. I was thinking, so. like, this is a, this had been a little bit, like, a little while. Like, Clark had been dead for a little I, while. Like, they had lost their farm uh, over in Smallville. Um, I was under the impression watching the, the Joss Whedon version that it had been, like, I don't know, maybe at least a year. Um, um, 
but with obviously the pregnancy and uh, and other things, like it seems yeah. to be a lot more well, sudden. It can't be more. Well, a lot more. Well, yeah, with a lot of with a lot of clarity coming from this film, actually, it has to be a few months because of the mother boxes that got activated after Superman dies. So yeah, I guess that makes it sense. hasn't it hadn't been too, that long. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. been that long. Maybe weeks. But long, but it's been long enough to where people, and also it's short enough to where people was kind of still mourning about it too, because like mm-hmm. they have this that the giant Superman uh, memorial and stuff like that, and people yeah. they're still, um, you know, there there's people are still talking about Superman, so like it's it's still it's pretty close to BVS, I would yeah. say. And uh, I wish they had clarified yeah. that a little bit more in the films. Yeah. It doesn't really say what where in time, but now we could definitely point it to being less than nine months. I mean, <laughs> so so there, there's that. Yeah. But uh, I I think that be uh with the with the new cut, we can definitely say that it's it's within the first within three months because uh, I don't think that the Seven Wolf would wait too too long after Superman has died mm-hmm. for uh for the for him to go get the mother mother boxes again. Right. Uh, if that's the whole point of him not going back to Earth because there is a, a Kryptonian on the, on Earth. Uh, speaking of that, I, there's a little bit of inconsistency with that. I mean, technically, couldn't he have came back um, before Superman landed on Earth? If that's the whole reason why he didn't come back? Yeah. Um, sure. I saw a theory that it was because, um, because the mother boxes weren't activated until cyborg uh it's like until the thing with cyborg happened and then superman died and that's why he came back but um they don't really clarify that because if that's the if the only reason why he didn't come back is because superman then i mean earth he wasn't on earth this entire you know for that long yeah but didn't steppenwolf say like you know it we can take this planet because there's no protectors here no lanterns no kryptonians so maybe there was a Green right. Lantern on Earth before, and there's not now. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there was some kind of protector before Superman. Um, mm-hmm. No, I do. I definitely get where you're coming from, Raheem. And it actually kind of leads, uh, Michael, from your comment into what my next uh, kind of question for y'all was. As someone that like has pretty much only not entirely exclusively, but mostly exclusively, been into, like, the TV cinematic universe of comics. Um, not so much into the, the physical comic books themselves, but, like, the antimatter. Like, we haven't really talked about that yet, and that was, that played, the antimatter played such a big role in this The version. anti-life equation? Or, sorry, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, sorry. Yeah, the anti-life. Um, but, like, what, what is that? Like, what does that play a huge role in the comics like do y'all want to go like more into that like what that is because as like somebody that only watches um i i've other than like maybe some green arrow comics i really have not read many like actual uh dc comics um what does that mean like what is that what what role what role does that play um, I can answer that somewhat. Um, as far as my understanding goes, I haven't done a huge deep dive into the DC comics. I explained this. Um, but as far as my understanding is, is the anti-life equation is something that Darkseid gets and he can manipulate it to pretty much control all life on Earth. And so he can pretty much bend people to his will and, and 
so in the Injustice universe, when um, Dark, or you saw in this movie when Dark Side placed his hand on, it's like in that nightmare sequence, but Dark Side placed his yeah. hand on Superman's shoulder, mm-hmm. and you just kind of saw Superman like sit there and gave up. He was succumbing to the anti life equation, and so okay. uh, Dark Side kind of had his control over Superman there and is manipulating him in that way. So it pretty much. I mean, it's similar to like the Infinity Stones, I guess. Like, they have complete mm-hmm. power to do whatever they want. You know, Thanos does when he gets it. But I, I, as far as I understand, that's the that's the whole deal. Yeah. Do you have any insight to that, Raheem? I actually never really heard of that. I'm not a really a huge DC uh, comic book guy. I I, just, I started reading the New Fifty Two whenever they did have the whenever they started having comic books out on a uh, DC universe. So I kind of started my DC fandom there, but this, my household has been mostly Marvel. So mm-hmm. uh, I I got I kind of had to start getting into DC on my own, and my knowledge of it isn't that much. But the anti life, well, I, I you know I I haven't heard of it before this film. You, to be honest, do you think that like though this was like a great like mega villain, like Darkseid? Yeah, but, but I mean I've heard like, I've heard things I, about Darkseid. I had heard more about like Thanos and stuff like, and again maybe it's because the the Marvel universe was a little bit more fleshed out. Again, I am mostly into like the cinematic and television, um, um shows, um, more so than like the actual comic books themselves. But, like I still like read and heard a lot about more about Thanos than I have ever about like the anti life equation or Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that this was like the best villain that? DC could have chosen to be their their like mecha villain for this uh, series. I um, think so. I mean, I think Darkseid is yeah. very much the Thanos to to DC's. Yeah. Or you know, yeah, you know what I'm I trying to say. He's he's that. he's DC's version of Thanos. He is a big big deal in the comics. He's one of their major yeah. major villains, uh, and uh, and he's they're think- up against him all the time. Yeah. I think that also, yeah, Darkseid is a great choice to have like as like a connector between the um between the the films. But also, I love the idea of them going with Superman being a a villain, quote unquote, too, because he's he's just so powerful, you know, and like kind of like what we saw in the original twenty seventeen, he could just destroy anyone he's so almost badass. without without the without the Justice League, pretty much for the most part. But mm-hmm. in the new film, actually, a point I do want to make out is that um. The Justice League had a plan that involved Superman. I feel like Superman, yeah, of course he was going to be able to defeat Steppenwolf, but he probably would have not have done it as quickly. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but I feel like they it was a bigger team effort to end it than just Superman just coming in and destroying everything yeah. and ending the day. You know, because what's the I point agree. of Justice League if Superman can just just like end everything right. on his own? You know, <laughs> so I think it's a good reversal and, of like fixing that. Yeah. You know, by having him as a villain. Yeah, and I definitely loved seeing uh, Wonder Woman decap- decapitate uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was I was so surprised. Cool. Like, wow. Yeah, they're not they're not hiding away from killing in this in yeah, this universe. Not, <laughs> Straight up decapitating. <laughs> I, was like, I will wow, fuck you awesome. up. <laughs> Batman. That was, a, that was a pretty awesome moment when they're That's like so standing cool. on the other side of that portal. And Dark yeah. Side's just oh, looking yeah. at the whole Justice League, and you're like, "Wow, I, I can see yeah. this coming!" Like it, there starts right. his hatred for them, <laughs> right? For sure, awesome. But Definitely. yeah, I'm trying to think of some other spoiler-related comments. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Like maybe um, it was just so good. Those are like those are like the big big spoilers mm-hmm. from the film. Like everything else is pretty much the same movie. Not to, I'm not say the same movie, but like the same spoiler s things as the last film were. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no major shift. Like like shift of like plot point. I would say if that makes sense. Like it's the same structure of like. Point it's a to point same well, basic I would, story. I would, yes. yeah, I would say it's the same like a story, but then they still have like an entire B story that like it's not was yeah. not really even touched into. Like, like you said, there's like a ser- uh, like, the same um, minor villain, I guess, in Steppenwolf. But even his motivations mm-hmm. are totally different in this film. But then, like the Mecha villain is an entirely different person. But I would also like to point out, I guess out, you would like, say Dark Side is a spoiler. How cool that? I mean, because. But like, how cool was it that like the the other the battle sequence was like the first battle sequence that we saw like it, when it was yeah. like thousands of years ago when we first fought off Dark Side, like that was amazing. Mm-hmm. That battle sequence that, that we cool. almost lost. It was so cool. Yeah. I actually liked that they had uh, Zeus in that too. Zeus, it's Zeus and, and uh, Ares. Lantern. It was Zeus and, 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 and Ares. Yeah, it was Zeus and Ares, and even Artemis was in there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Artemis. And Ares was the same guy who played him in uh, in yeah. Wonder Woman too. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Mustache yeah. and everything. Professor Lupin yeah. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> what <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> okay, in this universe, what happened to all those? Uh, I forgot. I've, it's been so long since, I, since since I've seen Wonder Woman. What happened to all those god, those uh, Greek gods again? Ares died. Ares killed them. Yeah. Ares killed hey. all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Isn't that right? Damn, Cassie? man. Um, I think so. You know, I watched Wonder Woman not too long ago, uh, like last week. I think that's. Uh, I think that's what she says in all the in that yeah backstory where it's in Wonder yeah. Woman. Um, I think Ares. And I don't Ares know. Does she actually? Does she actually kill Ares, um, or does she like just defeat him? I don't know if he's like a I totally god him. for good. Um, I'm pretty sure she kills him. You know, there's actually kind of one thing that I think that the DC comics or the DC movies um, aren't the best at. I I don't know that like they are very explicit enough. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Like sometimes I'm like, did he actually die, or is he just like kind of postponed? Uh, <laughs> it's going to back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We're like Marvel. I'm like, okay, like this guy's dead. Like he's gone. Like we're not gonna see from him or, anymore. Uh, um, or like uh, sometimes when like okay, I'm 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 not gonna lie. Sometimes when some of the uh, the uh, what do they call the uh, the Amazonians die? Yeah. I'm like, which one? Which one was that again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm like, but yeah, man, which I, one was that? I wish that the, the <laughs> DC films would be a little bit more explicit with like just not leaving as much open to question. And again, it, maybe it's an artistic choice. Maybe they want to leave things open to interpretation. Um, now, that's just bad writing. <laughs> well, if they're just leaving it open like that. I mean, there are like all of them. There are there are some <laughs> good films that like do leave things open to interpretation. Yeah, but yeah, for. For something that's meant to be like in a universe in a series, I do right. I do think that they need to be a little bit more explicit that's what I mean. in like what exactly happens because like I watched Wonder Woman less than a week ago and I'm literally like shit on the gods die. <laughs> did, did, her, did her mom I, did her mom oh die? In, 
did her mom die in the Snyder Cut? Was that her mom? No. That died? No. No, no that was like her, that was like a trainer or something. Yeah, right? I was like, no, the trainer that died, the trainer died in um, in the in Wonder Woman. That was her aunt, okay. wasn't it? Yeah. But who died in yeah. Justice League? Someone, aunt. someone else died. It was in Justice like, League. yeah, the, you know, it. I don't think they were really that important. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Amazons died. I don't think you're supposed to know the differences between the Amazons. No, no, no. They, there was one. Like there was, was one that was specifically like it was, a, it was a big death. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. He like was like I don't know. Yeah. He's like they all. Some, they all. A lot of them died. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I wish they would use a lot more Commissioner Gordon. Yes. I fucking love yes. him. He's awesome. He's so good. You know what? He's awesome. I, when he pulled, like, I saw them in the GCPD or whatever, and I was expecting mm-hmm. to see Jeffrey Wright, like, the in there, like, the, the uh, mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon that's going to be in the Robert Pattinson Batman. Right. I was expecting to see him because I had already forgot that, what's his name, plays Thank Commissioner you. Gordon J. in K. this. Simmons. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, right. He was Commissioner Gordon for, like, two minutes <laughs> in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I could use some more of him, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. That's definitely good. Man. DC one, has such iconic characters, man. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, one spoiler thing that I remembered is having to do with the Flash. The Flash travels back in time in this. Yes. Yeah, for he the does. First time. That's a whole new thing. Yeah, that's it's a, a whole huge different thing. thing. That's a Flashpoint like point. That's a Flashpoint <laughs> yes. thing. That's and see, happen. this this builds up to Flashpoint <laughs> so well too. And, and yes. where the 2017 Justice League, you're like. It seems so random. Like they're already gonna do Flashpoint, but now well, after seeing the Snyder Cut, you can see it. Honestly, yeah. in the 2017 version of Justice League, the Flash seemed more like a burden. Like they were having to tell him like what to do and like how to do it. Like yes, just go like move these people out of the way. Like it's all you're good for. Like he's just mm-hmm. like moving these 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 characters out of the way or the civilians out of harm's way. Right. But like he plays such a uh, a pivotal role in this film as he should like as the flash mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. and like when uh when the, when they're in the tunnel and and cyborg and flash are getting all of these people out of the tunnel and the it starts crumbling down around him and flash goes and like jumps in the air and stops all the rocks from hitting him Oh, yeah. From everybody, That's you know cool. what I'm talking about. That, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never <laughs> seen the Flash's powers portray like that. That was one of the coolest right. things I've ever seen. It was awesome, and the way they portrayed him, but him traveling back in time, like he runs into the Speed Force so far, and he yeah. like he sees space and time like right in front of. That's him. what I was saying. The visuals on that was so cool. Yeah. They were so cool, and like I was like, man, that's that's Beautiful. awesome. Yeah. That's that's how he should be portrayed. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. You know, like Cassie's point, you're saying that, like, uh, like in the original cut, he, basically both times we see him, like, in the midpoint and at the end, he's just like, "Go, just go say these people, don't do anything else." Right. You know, <laughs> in the in the in this one, he they do that in the midpoint because, like, yeah, he's the newest member of the team. He's not. He's like the you know the weird one out. Right. He does that, but he also does more. Mm-hmm. And then they realize he's actually he can do a lot more. He's more important. Yeah. And in, the, in the in the second in the final fight. They actually give him a really important role, which is to go the most important he's never done role. Before. Yeah, right. yeah, go faster than this, almost as fast as the speed of light, pretty yeah. much. And then, I mean, yeah, that's insane. Time. But yeah, yeah, but he's that's... he's figuring all that stuff out too. Like they right. they they are learning that he can have more responsibility and do these things. But he is too. This is the first time that right. he's ever done that thing, those things. Right. And I just loved watching 
him on screen because when he's running, like you can see it, he's literally gliding through the air. Like his strides are so long because he's going yeah. so fast. It's it's really nerdy things. But even like when he um saves Iris, he runs out of his shoes. Like he's so fast, his shoes disintegrate. <laughs> like his regular. Oh yeah, that features. was a great detail. And, like before, yeah. he, like, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a great this, detail. And the glass like is almost like water before he breaks it. That is one. That is one of my favorite faster. scenes. Yes, yeah. it's oh my mine too. I'm, Michael, I know. Usually, just a good oh, scene. No, go ahead, Raheem. Michael. I know you. I was. Saying, I know you're a huge Grant Gustin fan, a huge Flash fan. Yeah. All right, give me your opinion. Uh, did this did this make you, make you like this uh, Flash a lot more? And, and which Flash do you like the most still? Barry Allen, I like. Grant Gustin better because this Ezra Miller kind of gets on my nerves still. Like he's just all over the place. <laughs> he's a little too weird. Yes. Not very Barry Allen. Retweet. But Echo. as far as the Flash's powers, this movie did it a hundred times better than the TV show ever has that I've seen. I think yeah. the way that it's visually portrayed, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's it's that's just how the Flash should be done, and I it really made me gasp or like i was like wow because of the things i saw the flash do in this movie that i've never ever seen before i'm like i don't know so um, as far as actors portrayals of the flash i would go with grant gustin as far as visually how the flash is portrayed i would go with this movie I understand. Yeah. Completely. I know Cassidy it, wants to talk yeah. on this. Time. No, it, it, I pretty much have the same exact opinion, but I mean, it, it's also kind of hard to compare like uh, a movie budget versus like a television budget. Um, it is. And so like, I, I personally, and again, I'm very biased. Um, I've not read a lot of flash comics. So like a lot of my first interpretations uh, or experiences with the Flash have been in the in the CW universe, and so Grant Gustin mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite versions of the Flash. Um, and I still have a hard time really kind of like conceptualizing uh, Ezra Miller as the Flash. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the the scenes that he's in in the Snyder Cut are so visually just gorgeous. Like, I cannot, like, speak highly enough of them. But then, like, whenever it comes to, like, Ezra Miller actually taking part and, like, speaking in them and, like, <laughs> acting in them, that's whenever I, I right. chose this character. And don't get me wrong, I, I love Ezra Miller. I, I not, it's not, like, a, a, a slight against the actor. I love him in The Perks of Being a Wallflower, uh, one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite books. I love him in that. I love him in the fantastic beast series like uh i do love him in that but like whenever he actually yeah. starts to talk as the flash i lose like i lose interest a little bit versus whenever he's just like acting as the flash me too it's like it's, it's a little too much yeah and and i i it's so much better in the center verse than it was in the yeah. the justice verse but like or the justice league but like it's still not it still takes me out of character I, a little bit and again y'all can speak you guys can speak a little bit more to like the flash as like maybe a comic book character because i am only familiar with the television or cinematic universe but like it doesn't seem like the flash like he seems too no. silly he no. seems too he's, clumsy he's, he's, like, barry barry allen 
in the comics is a little bit more straight laced. He's a little right. bit more um, serious. Like a, he's a lot more. He's a lot more yes, serious. He's right. a lot he's more a serious. Yeah. Right. And typically, um, Wally West is a little bit more jokey and fun loving. So well, a lot of people say Grant, that, uh, Ezra Miller acts more like Wally West than he does Barry. Do Allen. you all think that he they should have cast him more as Wally West versus Barry Allen? Definitely, I definitely see more of the Wally West. I, I, I think okay. that I would have. I, I think that I personally would have taken better to him more as Wally West. Kind of like how uh, Paul Rudd uh, isn't. Uh, he's not Hank Pym. He's he's a uh, he's a new Ant Man. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. I I kind of see it as like a the way he's portraying him is like, the Flash is always, on on go go right. mode. You know, he's always like talking fast he's he is his heart rates fast he's thinking fast he's always fast so he so in real life he's clumsy that's the way i see him see him playing it and like i personally i'm i, I feel like I, you guys are a lot more attached to flash version than i am because i don't really watch the, the flat the cw versions of those characters so like this is the first like live action character i've been uh exposed to very recently so to me you know yeah it's different than the comic books and stuff like that but it's up for interpretation it's a move mm-hmm. it's a different universe you know and mm-hmm. i i kind of see where i'm i'm kind of i'm i'm i feel like he's a lot more i like him a lot more than you guys do because you guys also have like the the grant gustin version to look at when i don't so it's mm-hmm. like right. for me it's like okay does he fit in with the rest of the, the justice league and you're right he is he is different because you know you got you got batman and you got wonder woman and you got aquaman who are all super serious and he's the only one that's like the comic relief and that's what he is pretty much is the comic relief in these movies yeah. i feel like the great gustin would have fit more into the cinematic universe yeah he would have and because because they they don't i feel like they they did they didn't do him right by making right. him the comic relief right um but no, he I is agree. and well, yeah, you know even so. grant gustin is a little bit different than the comic version of Barry Allen. And a lot of people mm-hmm. had complaints about uh, Grant Gustin's version because Barry Allen in the comics is blonde hair. He's pretty buff, you know, and he's he just acts right. a little bit different. And, right. he's, you know, it's hard for some people to see Grant Gustin as a Flash. But, you know, who knows? Maybe Ezra Miller, by the time we get Wally West in this universe, maybe he's going to act more yeah. like a traditional Barry Allen from the comics. Right. And be, this is the very beginning of the flash um so he you know he would act a little bit more unsure of himself he's learning his powers he doesn't know what he's capable of maybe later he will um be a little bit less awkward but honestly i would have not liked if he was cast as wally west just because wally west is still not the flash to me i know he is a lot of people's like first flash but or the flash that they know but not to me just because i you know i've I've watched the CW for show for so long, but um, I, I wouldn't have I liked know. if he was Wally West. I, I think it probably would have been better if they were to cast somebody <laughs> else who acts more like Barry Allen <laughs> in the, in the role. Well, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think it's Arizona Midler. I think. I think it's the the the, the choice that they the, the direction that they chose for the movie. I don't think it's him that made that made that choice of him being so jittery. You honestly. don't think? Right. I don't think I, feel I think like that it was a, has a lot to do both. with the actor's choice. I think it's a mixture. I think it's a mixture of both because if they didn't like it, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have. Uh, right. I mean, I feel like they would have. They would have changed it or something like that. If that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, I mean, he no, had I to agree. audition and they cast it. So. Yeah, 
No, I agree. I think that if they were going to have Ezra Miller, I think that they should have gone with somebody more like Wally West. Um, however, if they're going to go with somebody more like Barry Allen, he does have to be a little bit more, a little bit more calm, a little bit more still, a little bit more um, less goofy, I guess. And again, I mm-hmm. do love Ezra Miller as an actor. Like, I'm excited to see where this character goes. However, I'm still having a little bit hard of a time. Uh, this, is, this is my only complaint with the Snyderverse. And it's still such, so much of an improvement from the original version. But like, <laughs> uh, like, significantly an improvement. But I'm still having a hard time buying into him as the Flash. Um especially after mm-hmm. um, Grant Gustin as The Flash. And again, like the, the television and the cinema- cinematic universe are so much different. Um, but like you said, like The Flash is supposed, or at least Barry Allen is supposed to be a little bit more serious. Like he is supposed to be like a little bit more buff, a little bit like more serious, a little bit more like concerned, like with the th- things that are happening, not quite as goofy or silly and like, he was they basically wrote this character in as a a, a scapegoat like basically like to make light hearted mm-hmm. jokes like in right. in a lot of ways i feel like that's the only way they wrote this character in particularly in the justice league uh, it did get a lot better in the in the Snyder cut but like again like the the, mo- the main part that this character had was to make light of the situation i guess right and yeah. i think they did I mean, that on purpose because if he was more traditional he definitely did comic very barry allen he would be pretty you know not too dissimilar from the other characters because they are a little bit more i don't know he might act more like combination superman and, right i think he could take it, it down a notch and yeah. maybe be a little bit more serious but not act so weird like he acts like yeah. he cannot function around normal people like he doesn't act normally right he's talking to individuals it's like he's on, it's like something's he's like wrong he's on, with him it's like yeah. it's like he's on, like he has like he's schizophrenia or something like he's yes. like on he's something like, yeah no yes. like, I he, agree. Like, <laughs> no, like he doesn't know how to function <laughs> right normally well it, like it makes me very concerned like concerned slash curious about like for the flash, the flash movie well, the flash before this like okay like like Raheem said, it makes him seem like he's on like schizophrenia or something. Okay, like what this? What was the Flash like in school? Like, did he? Did everybody else think yeah. that he was like schizophrenic or like have something else wrong with him like that? Um, I I just don't know. Um, I'm very curious to see like what what would happen um, in that also, universe. Also, it doesn't help too that. Pretty much every other character is super serious in this film. Right. Like literally every right. other character is super serious. Like it's it's like it, it'd be different if like one of them was maybe a little bit jokey, but none of them are. Right. I mean, Cyborg is like the most straight face out of all of them. Then you got Aquaman who just says dumb shit sometimes, and then you got <laughs> Batman who is just Batman, and then you got Wonder Woman, and she she kind of she doesn't joke around either. It'd be di- it'd be so much so it'd, pretty- it'd be different if most of them like they actually had a little bit more jokiness to them, but none of them do besides him. Right. So I feel right. like, but that's that's if, why you need him yeah. as a little bit comic yeah. relief. But I also feel like, but again, not as much as, as yeah, it is. Yeah. I right, do. Right. I do feel like again, 
I really hate comparing this to like the different universes, but like <laughs> MCU going back to like the Avengers, like you had different characters, like multiple characters. They each had their like comedic rise. I don't know their comedic scene mm-hmm. where like or the a comedic quips. line uh, where like it was really funny and it was different characters that like had a really funny line, a really memorable line, and like from the the DC universe, like it was just one character. It was pretty much like the mm-hmm. one character that had any comedic, memorable, lighthearted line. Are you sure? Because my man was the best yeah. one I've heard. But that's what I was about to say. We got more of that in the Justice League version of yeah. it. Where yeah. Batman said some jokes and no. and Superman yeah. said some jokes. Everybody had their own jokes, and we we're saying that we didn't like that. We glad we were. It wasn't in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, no, I no, I agree with you. I think that like still, I think it was so much better in the Snyder Cut because Avengers was meant to be lighthearted. It was meant to like every mm. to be every character had jokes. I don't think that the Snyderverse was originally meant to have that, and so no. I think that's why it felt so awkward with the Flash, with Batman, everybody else having those like Aquaman having those weird lasso, uh, lasso of truth moments. Um, but I do think that yeah. in the Snyderverse, yep. they did cut back on a lot of that. But the the Flash still had a few of those, like really kind of. Uh, they were mm-hmm. they were much significantly better, but they were still a little bit out of place. I think moments or comments that was like, what? Like, was this in the same universe? <laughs> uh, <a> yeah. Weird. <laughs> I agree. I, I think we're all on the same page uh, with him. Maybe taking a step <laughs> down. Uh, one thing I wanted to to ask you guys is, y- you know this. Originally, it was going to be a movie. Snyder Cut was, and then it right. got changed to this is going to be a uh, limited series, like a four-part series. And then, like it seemed like a couple weeks before it was released, say no, it's going to be a four-hour movie. Why? First of all, do you think this would have worked better as a four-part miniseries? No, no. I just Why no, not? because I think it works better. This is one of those things that that was made as a movie. And it works better as a movie. As in, I'm not going to lie to you. I did watch it in three different parts. I, I didn't watch it all in four <laughs> four hours straight. Because, I, I mean, I don't have four hours at a because time to watch it. Because you're not me. You didn't but, get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> not this time. But uh, I feel like if it was cut into into pieces, it would have, I don't know. I felt like it would the pacing would have been a little bit off um, in terms of, like, where the stopping and starting points would be because I mean there obviously there are points where it needs to stop and start because it, it he does break it into chapters already. I think it's like is it six parts? Six uh, parts he breaks it's it like into six or seven and then an epilogue. But does doesn't he already give it to you by breaking it up into chapters? He, Clear he point does, we could I, make an episode. Yeah. I I don't but it's so un, but okay here's the thing though they're all different links and it's so unnecessary. They're all different links. I feel the chapters like they, are unnecessary. I think I think that just no, because they're I, different I, links does not make them unnecessary. No, I'm saying that it's unnecessary. I'm saying it's unnecessary to chop them up into different uh, episodes. I've, I'm fine with them being different chapters in the movie, but it's like it's just a different feel when they're different episodes. Because like you got you got to go through the beginning. The good thing about it, if it's a limited series, you got to go through the main title again, and you got to go through the ending again, like the, of like the end credits and all that stuff like that. With, with it being one long piece, 
it's meant to be watched in one long one long segment. Okay, it doesn't matter if we we if we watch it separately or whatever like that, like I did. But it's meant to be watched a certain way. Yes, that's like it's like trying to break up. Um, you know, I, you know, like um, when you when when people used to watch TV, used to watch cable, and they had these move, they had movies, and they would break them. Uh, they would break them apart to to play commercials, and they would just break up in random spots. It's kind of like that. That's <laughs> yeah. what I. That's what I was. That's how I felt like it would be if it was a if it was a limited series. If it's not meant to be a series, don't make it a series. I really point. disagree because it 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 he gave you chapters for a reason. They say mm. chapter just like it's a book. You can pick it up from yeah. that point. It 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 has uh, a different story that yeah. it's trying to tell. I think it lends itself great to I a limited series, think, almost yeah. better because we we all said oh, it was long. We couldn't, you know, you had to watch it three separate times, and I had to devote. I, like I had to stop it a couple times so I could go do other things. Just four hours is long. We all felt the length. I feel like it may possibly have worked better as a series. Yeah, I, I, I think do, the I do kind of think that. Um, I I kind of tend to agree with Michael. Um, <clears throat> I think that we could have even fleshed out a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. even though like I again. I'm so blessed to be in this situation that we even have in the first place. Like, <laughs> yeah. we even have this to, to review. But, like, I do think that we could have been, uh, or we could have fleshed out even more, a little bit more uh, character, story arcs, and, and things like that had it been an individual series. Um, I was one of the people that I watched it without pausing for four hours straight. Like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't separate it into a few different arcs. Um, and I thought it was amazing as it was. Um, however, I do think that we could have probably, and I do hope in the future that they do, that they do separate it into a few different uh, chapters, like as a series. Um, I think that it would be better for the general audience member. Um, I think that the general casual DC comic movie viewer, they're not going to watch a four-hour film. They mm-hmm. might watch it's a huge investment. Yeah, they might watch a six-episode series of forty-minute-long entries, but they will not watch a four-hour film. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely think so too. I feel like it would be mm-hmm. a lot like WandaVision. Is really the only thing I could compare it to because yeah. the first episode was thirty minutes, the finale was like fifty minutes, right? Change in length there. Right. The the pretty much. The finale was the only big action sequence that the whole show had. Not if you true. had split this, what what other ones am I missing? The main big action sequence with the, in the middle. Yeah, You're missing the middle with one too. The original one, whenever Darkseid initially attacked the world. Uh, I'm yeah, talking about I'm talking about Wandavision. Oh okay. okay. Oh, there's Wanda- there's not many yeah. action sequences. No, and Wandavision yeah, really the only big action sequence is in the finale. That's when yeah. it's like becomes the Avengers movie, right? This would have okay. So this would have had more than that. This would have had <laughs> at least two yeah. big action sequences. One like three in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like it it would lent itself well I, to that. Yeah, if, I think it would have done well. If, if Zach wanted it to be a, a series, he would have made a series. He let he made it before three. But he made and they let it. That slide, he so. made a universe. He made more than a series. He made an entire universe. Oh my God. <laughs> But that's, that's what I'm, saying. Like, that's what it, I'm gonna you, say is, as I think the 
I think Warner Brothers came out and said it's going to be a, a series, and then they changed it back to a movie purely because Zack Snyder said, "No, this is a movie. I want it's going to be my original vision." Uh, so it's going to be Zack Snyder's Justice League as a movie. I think that's the only reason why it is a movie and not a series. You think it's the only reason why too why it has chapters in it instead of uh instead of just going playing straight? Well, initially, yeah. whenever they chapters in it. initially whenever they announced the Justice League series, uh, or sorry, the Snyderverse, it's supposed to be a series. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a series, and like it was like yeah. wait, like at the last minute that they announced that it was going to be like a four hour long movie. Mm-hmm. I think that goes so just, more. Just and I think that's. Just, I think they just dragged and dropped it to make it one long thing. <laughs> well, that's why I. I think. I think it was Warner Brothers' decision to make it a series, and then Zack Snyder. Somehow got it to be a movie because that's what he always intended it to be—a theatrical release movie. Right. Man, this whole. This well, is, and I, I. I just want to see what goes on inside of a Warner Brothers like yes. like conference room. Yes, me too. <laughs> um. But, I, said I don't. <laughs> I think Chaos. also, I think also back to be like BBS and like the theatrical like critics like did not rank the BBS very highly. But like when you look at like the theatrical release versus like the ultimate edition release um, of BBS, like it's such a difference. Like the ultimate edition, like the director's cut. Is ranked so much higher, and I think that we just need to have mm-hmm. faith in like Zack Snyder. Warner Brothers need to have faith in Zack Snyder mm-hmm. and in his universe, in his vision, and trust like that the fans will follow along because the people that they saw the Ultimate Edition, they were like the more like prevalent fans. Like they weren't just people that were, were casual viewers that were like, you know, just gonna go see it in theaters because that's what was new. Um, they were the people that actually like cared about the film, cared about the comics or the characters that wanted to see it. Right. But I think you know, Zack Snyder a- doesn't make movies in a traditional way, in a traditional right. length. So mm-hmm. the uh, BBS uh, Ultimate Edition was three and a half hours long. This is right. four hours long. Hardly anybody can sit in one place for four hours and not have to go to the bathroom, you know, <laughs> or something like that. So I, maybe you know, that makes it hard to release in a series or maybe he was meant to be a tele- television director. Maybe well, like streaming said, something for a you, streaming service. They, yeah. Like I said, they made the bed. Now lay in. You chose Zack Snyder. You know what kind of films he makes. He made, right. he's, he has a, it's not like this, he's a first time director. You knew what kind of film he was going to make from the get go. Right. So either roll with the punches or find someone else to, to run your universe basically right. like i mean i it's not a hard decision here like i, I yeah. really don't understand uh what the problem is here like are you guys just don't like money i guess <laughs> like I don't, um, I don't understand i don't know i'll never yeah. understand <laughs> wb i don't think yeah speaking it's... of understanding do you want to get into the analysis we kind of yeah. already did a little bit, but let's let's go. Let's get into it. Yeah, what you got? All right, I'll start. Um, I'll uh, start with. Is this th- gonna be like analysis, like slash predictions? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna start with the the main big thing of the analysis is um the editing. I think this was that was one of the biggest changes um from the Justice League movie 2017 to 2021. 
because with editing, we got we got scenes taken out, we got scenes added in, we got different music, we got different pacing, we got different um, dialogue choices, we got um, a basically a, a different story structure and the choices that were made to tell the story. And I think that was a huge improvement from the last film on the 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 scenes that they chose to add and the scenes that they chose to take out. And um, some of the ways that, that that the dialogue was presented, some of the shots they chose, and just the overall pacing. I think that was one of the first things I noticed within the first 20, like 15 or 20 minutes. I said, man, this movie is completely different tonally than, than, the, um, than the original one. I remember, isn't in the original film, the first one of the first scenes is Batman killing a, um, a parademon, right? Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. And that, that scene doesn't even exist in this movie. Um, they cut it out, and and the scene changes from that to something. No, no, no. They didn't uh, cut it out. That was reshot for for Josh Whedon's Justice League. That was a reshoot. Oh, that was a reshoot. Okay, gotcha. Well, they don't even have that scene in there, and it's a. I forgot how how does this movie start off again? It starts off with a. Uh, isn't it? Don't I don't remember how does it start off? I forgot. Wait, which one? I know it was so long ago. How's the, <laughs> how does this the, the newest one? The newest one. I forgot how it starts off, but it starts off differently. Oh no! no it, it opens up with uh, the scene in BVS where Superman gets stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like the okay. Echo. Uh, 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 it yeah. goes into like the echo of like uh, Superman dying. Oh the echo yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. Yeah, it 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 starts showing basically. Uh, yeah, that that to me was a was a way right. better opener. Than Batman killing the Parademon because when he, yeah. when he kills the Parademon, you're like, okay, where did this thing come from? What is this? What's going on? But this movie shows you, okay, this is what's going on. This is this is this is one of the most important things you need to know from the last movie. Even if you hadn't seen BVS, this is what you need to know mm-hmm. that right. this is what happened, and his his scream basically alerted everyone, and it kind of shows you just the give feeding the information it feeds you better information about what's going on than the last film. And that's what the whole point of editing and why people were so confused about what was going on with the last film. Cause we didn't know what was going on sometimes really, honestly, why these characters, why were these characters doing these things? What was the, what was the reason behind this? And this, this edit makes it all make sense. All those scenes that we thought were just so out of place and well, the ones that, that they kept. And then uh, all these certain um, character moments and dialogue choices, they all make sense now. Right. And that's the whole point of editing. So I got to say, that's the biggest thing for me was the editing yeah. um, that changed. I would, um, I mean, to echo off of what Raheem said, obviously the editing, the directing was like uh, significantly different. Um, but I would also say the soundtrack or the score of the film yeah. was so different. It did so much more to set the tone set uh, the mood of the film um again i i got up at 4 a.m to watch this and i was like very tired <laughs> but i was like i was so invested and so much of it was because of uh because of the music because of the score of the film it really made me uh invested into like what was going on it made me feel the pain or the excitement that the characters were feeling um and i think that's that's very important that's something that I, I don't know that I really felt watching the the uh, theatrical release of Justice League. Right, I, I would agree. I really like the score for this, and not only the score, but the the 
soundtrack music that was chosen, like for instance, mm-hmm. in the scene when Barry uh, saves Iris. Yeah. You know, that's not a that's not a score, but that's a a song that was chosen. It, it goes really really well. Um, something I did miss from the score from the original Justice League was I I like they they use some of the characters' original themes. So like you you hear was, a little bit of of Christopher Reeve's Superman's version, like. Dun, 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 dun. And then yeah. you know Batman has his his theme um, mm-hmm. when he his his original you know Batman Batman theme from 1989 Batman mm-hmm. stuff in there that you know that's that's missing from um, this Snyder cut version but I you know I know a lot of people didn't like that in the other in the other film but I I, I enjoy I that those nods yeah I did I enjoy that those nods and those are you know, are, are part of the characters to me. Um, so, you know, I did miss that in this film score version, but mm-hmm. um, did, did, yeah. um, how do you guys feel about, uh, honestly, the, I feel like the most iconic, um, theme song in the Snyderverse is definitely Wonder Woman's theme. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because they did a good job with hers. Cause it's very in your face. If it's very like tribal and very like, yeah, like, this is her theme, but the rest of them are so kind of super subtle. Because uh, weren't they made by like Hans Zimmer, right? Or uh, yeah, the other I think ones, so. yeah. And he's 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 known for that, but he's also known for super iconic uh theme songs. So I don't I don't understand like yeah. why in the other ones I, I, I just wish, they just don't. I do wish that they had ring been, a bell in my head. I do wish that they had been a little bit more iconic. And again, is this WB? Is it Zack Snyder? And like the other films, like. If I were to hear Wonder Woman's theme, like just playing, I would know that's Wonder Woman's theme. Mm-hmm. If I were to hear like some other theme from like another movie that like Zack Snyder directed, like whether whether it was BVS or Man of Steel, I don't know that I would like initially peg that from that movie. Right, right. The only one that I would say is Superman has his Man of Steel theme. Now I'm trying. I'm trying to remember it in my head. I cannot come up with it in my head. Exactly. But once you hear it, you know that's that's the Superman. That's the Man of Steel's theme. Batman has no recognizable theme in here. None of the other characters do, from what I can hear in this version. But one thing I did want to ask you guys is, how did you feel about Superman's return in this? With the he comes back with the black suit and everything. But something that I really enjoyed was the Man of Steel callbacks. Uh, in this version, because when Superman goes to the ship and he puts on the black suit, and his his mm-hmm. two dads are talking to him, you know, from I guess voices in his head or whatever he remembers stuff. But he, it's like a shot for shot of what of Superman's first flight in Man of Steel. You know, he puts his fist on the ground, all the dirt comes up around him, and he's yes mm-hmm. he, when he becomes Superman really for the first time in Man of Steel, and he's here he is in in this movie becoming Superman again for the first time and it mirrors it so perfectly from the original yeah. film um, i love that it was amazing i i think it was really good i i told my other friends about this recently and i don't know maybe this is a little bit blasphemous maybe i shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast but like i was not normally a big fan of superman i thought he was like <gasps> i i know yes. i know i know it but like i just <laughs> no, a lot of, a, a lot of people aren't I just really thought he was a little bit overplayed, a little bit simplistic, but yeah. like this iteration, Henry Cavill's iteration of Superman made me invested. It made me want to know more about him. 
and like his universe and like his his thoughts and his feelings and his challenges of like being very very much godlike in this mortal universe um it made me want to learn more about that um so i do really applaud like Zack snyder and like the the dceu or warner brothers or whatever for um creating the interest at least for me but yeah i yeah i'm very interested in the and the henry cavill Zack snyder uh, yeah superman i i think that's that's I think that's something that this movie does particularly well is focus on those characters and gives you enough time with each character to really care about them. You know, even if they have been in every movie before this, like Superman or have, this is their first movie, um, like, like the flash, you know, you really get time with all these characters and you care about them. And I think, you know, that's something that Zack Snyder does well here. Um, and I think it's a strength to the movie. Definitely. Um, I I do want to say too that like I I think that like you're right, Cassie. I always thought Superman was like one of the most overrated superheroes because of just because one he was one of the first superheroes ever made. He's so overpowered. So he was, he's pretty much yeah. He's he's just so overpowered. But I think the way they're doing because I um and you know I'm I'm only 23. The only other version of Superman that we had live action that are like been sent like in the cinemas were uh the mo the other one. The uh, Superman, yeah, the Superman yeah. Returns, Superman Returns, all that stuff like that. Um, right. And he wasn't in a extended universe, so he hadn't he, he didn't have to you know be on a level of Batman and all these other characters that are obviously less powerful than him. But the way that they're doing it with, with these movies is that they're saying, oh, we know he's super powerful. Let's try to knock him down a couple pegs because um, we gotta have it to where you know there's would, a reason why these other I would almost exist, disagree. You know? I would almost say instead of knocking uh instead of knocking Superman down a couple pegs, well, I think that they knock some of the other superheroes up a couple pegs. I think that they really increase yeah, they, the power of Batman and other superheroes up to Superman's lo- Superman's level uh as, as opposed to knocking well, Superman down. Well, they I definitely would say don't this, knock Superman the, down because well, the only way no, to really is, do that. Is, and he is such no, a badass. No, no, no. What I mean, what I mean by what I mean by knocking him down means that they they're finding ways around it. As in, like they they kill him. They they yeah. they, they use um they doomsday they to kill him. They definitely humanize him. Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. make it to where he doesn't he doesn't um just instantly show up and say the day to day. You know, he has a problem. You know, when he. He's when he res- resurrected, he's not just instantly good again. He has right. to, you know, he has to go through that that Lewis Lane phase and go through all that and understanding where he's at. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we're gonna see we're gonna see Evil Superman where he's uh where he's on the bad side now. And they have like this they they were they were scared of him. Like they the Batman was saying we need to hurry up because we don't want him to find out where we're at. They right. they they are terribly afraid of him, which for good reason. And I think that's what I mean by knocking him down, as in like giving him reasons to not always be there and always uh, be the the main savior of the universe. Which I'm glad, kind of like what they did with Iron Man. You know, Iron Man's like was like the the forefront of the MCU. Obviously, they made him a lot more powerful in the in the MCU than he is in comic books. But I think that they they did a good job with starting with Superman first in this one because like it shows this yeah. is the base, and then we're gonna build off of that. Which I, I would think almost keep doing. Yeah, I would disagree with you a little bit on that though. I want to hear because, it. Let's go because you you say they don't they don't rely on Superman a lot to come in at, and save the day and be the center of the universe, but they do. That's the whole point of why they bring him back in this movie because they can't defeat Darkseid, Steppenwolf without Superman. 
That's why he's brought back. Him and... without, I think that was the, the, the fatal flaw of the Justice League. Um, I think that in this Snyderverse, uh, they kind of proved that, like, I mean, yes, Superman is critical, but I think that all, I think they also proved that every single, they're all important. Yeah, every single one of them is critical. Uh, I think that they proved that Snyder, uh, that Cyborg is critical in, de- in the defeat of, uh, Stephen Wolf, uh, or Darkseid, uh, as Ooh. well as the Flash. Like it's not just right. It's not just it's it's all of them as a team. It's not just Superman coming back to life. Right, Whereas, like, because yeah. just because uh, the mother boxes wouldn't be been, wouldn't have been able to be torn apart if it wasn't for Cyborg. Right, right. You know, it's things like that, and that's what I'm like. I, also, I, I see, might I, I remind you again? Right, but Wonder they specifically Woman bring decapitated. They specifically bring cool. Superman. Yeah. Right, she does. They're they're all pretty badass, but they specifically bring Superman back, and they say in the movie, "We can't do this without bringing him back. This is the only way." Yeah. So I agree, but also bring up that point. (laughs) No, no, I totally agree, but I think that it's more of like him. They're bringing him back to fulfill the team. Uh, they're not bringing like whereas like in the the Joss Whedon version, they they brought him back because he was the only person that could defeat Stephen Wolf. He was the only person. Yeah, so they all were they were all basically useless. Yeah, exactly. The rest <laughs> of them were useless. Whereas in the Zack Snyder verse, it was like they had to have Superman back to fulfill the the, the team. But they couldn't be complete without right. him. And it was like more of a partnership, more of a, a team effort. Um Right. Right. Original. I still feel I still feel like they couldn't defeat Stephen Wolf without Superman. But I don't think but they, I will they say they, it was I don't think they could beat Step defeat Steppenwolf without if you took away any of them. I think that right. you could say that I don't I think, think they could beat defeat Steppenwolf without the Flash or without Cyborg Cyborg or without sure. Wonder Woman. All right. Yeah, I, I do think it's much yeah. much better done in the Snyder cut. Yeah. Than than you you so really you get it comes be, across better. Yes. Is this going to be a problem later on in this, in the uh, Snyderverse if they do do a Snyderverse? Do do if they do a Snyderverse? Uh, Superman's how powerful he is because we 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 have seen that you know Batman can't beat him uh, in his universe because I mean even with the um with the Kryptonite he almost lost pretty much um, he was about to beat that, him though yeah I was I was yeah, that, was. that Batman was, was pretty close to defeating him Batman always but wins. he didn't Batman always wins ha <laughs> ha but he was, he was to going to kill him he I was know, going I to know. kill him with that spear if he didn't say Martha I know. I yeah. know, Batman I know, was about but, to win. I know, but don't get me started. <laughs> really. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, but that's always how it, Batman always wins against Superman is a Kryptonite. I know that. I know right. that. That's like a big trope. But uh, do you think that's going to be a problem? Him being as powerful as he is? Uh, no, I think they can continue to do it, uh, showcase him in inventive ways, and and continue to do well with him like they have here. I think it depends on the direction that the that WB goes with the universe. They continue right. to like just sidestep Superman because if they only focus on like all these other heroes and just basically forget about Superman, it's like okay, well, why are these other superhero stories important? Like, why wouldn't they just have Superman come and fix all their problems? Um, or do they decide to actually showcase like this storyline? With Zack Snyder and like with the injustice kind of 
kind of storyline like we talked about earlier. I'm very curious to see the the direction that they go uh, as the studio. Um, as of now, I know that they've still claimed that Joss Whedon's version is canon. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, don't. They're saying not going forward was was I don't know how much how many fans are going to actually consider uh, Joss Whedon as canon though. I've already. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've already. I, yeah, exactly. I've already written it off. I'm already very much anticipating the sequels, um, mm-hmm. the continuation of the storylines with Zack Snyder. Um, I mean, how could you not? It's 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 so much better. Like this kind of cut, it's every way single level. Better. Like literally, there's yes. no and and again. I like Joss Whedon. I do. I like his version of the Avengers. I like I think he's done great mm-hmm. films. But like with this particular film, like there's no single scene or sequence that is better in Joss Whedon's version than there is in Zack Snyder's right. version. Right. Everything and, is better. And that's not saying that Josh Whedon is not a good director or anything. I'm not tearing him down. I think he right. did the best that he probably could. He was but, he made the film oh, that WB wanted him to make. You know? Right. He probably was dealing with so much behind the scenes stuff I with this film. I can't even imagine. He, he was like, dude. He was like, I don't even know because like the film is not even his. Wasn't he not? Was he even credited as the director on the uh, the original film? No. Because I, I heard he wasn't right because he just no. came in as like a, a consultant, right. quote unquote, or something. Yeah, like he was that. directed by Zack Snyder still. Yeah, right. and that, that, that just seems not fair. Yeah, that just, yeah, that just yeah. seems like that's not fair to either, either of them to say that either of them directed that film because neither uh, neither of them did. Yeah. Like I would say it, though, Josh Whedon directed it more. WB directed that. Oh yeah, yeah. you would yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, he he was overseeing the final cut of it, which is you know right. But you see in the uh, changes how much the Snyder cut changed, and you know this is Zach's complete full vision, and then what it ended up being with the, with the original cut. I mean, it's yeah, a lot of Josh Whedon in there, and this is yeah. this is okay. So here's the here's the real real question: If that unfortunate event of um of Zack Starter not passing away, and we got the three hour cut or two hour cut or whatever we got originally, do you think they still would have made him make it more lighthearted, or no? I mean, I think no, that even I, I, I think that this movie. Even the full four-hour Snyder cut was more lighthearted than BVS than Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. think it still had more jokes, more lightheartedness than those other films. So, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I th- I think it would have they would have made him cut it down to around three hours. Right. And I think it would have been a BVS situation where. Everybody comes out a little underwhelmed. It doesn't feel right. And then he's like, well, I have a whole other hour. And then they eventually release an Ultimate Edition. And it's the same story over. I, I, right. I can see a replay of that right. BVS story. Right. Mm-hmm. They would not They would not complain about the tone. Because that's, that's one thing Joss Whedon said is that they told him to cut it down and also change the tone right. of it. Mm-hmm. To make it more like Marvel movies. Right. So they would have not changed the tone, you think? Uh, yeah, exactly what I think. I think they would have cut... Some of the visual stuff, some of the things they were saying, like that didn't need to be there with the flash. They were to cut out, you know, just some of the, I don't know what how to explain it, but some of the stuff that took a little bit longer, some of the character moments of there. Right. That really made this shine. 
Uh, I mean, and it, also, we, we, I think we would have come away with felt like something was missing, um, and then we would have saw it in the Ultimate Edition or whatever that came out. That was right. this. Right. Also, I noticed too that um, this was a, a way bigger character study than uh, than they probably were intended to be because you know they're all on the line of selling toys and selling the kids and stuff like that, right? And that was like their whole big thing about the Justice League was selling all the Justice League toys and whatnot, right? And mm-hmm. I noticed in this cut, we didn't get Batman in in, in a full, his full suit until like halfway in the movie, halfway into the movie. I noticed not, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like we haven't seen Batman for a while. Yeah, it's like yeah. two hours. <laughs> it's it was two hours into the film until we saw Wayne. Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of Bruce Wayne, and like I feel like honestly, as a as a studio exec, I can see their point saying, "Look, we're trying to sell toys here. We're trying to sell merchandise, and we don't have any Batman for two hours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to them." Yeah, you know. But but here's the here's the problem with that though. Is somebody not watching this process from like the beginning or something like that to know that in the script there wasn't a Batman moment until then? They could have like nipped this in the bud way before they I filmed this. Dude, they I think have, not. No, because no, I, I don't think they have people that are actually evaluating the films from the outside, from an outsider perspective. No. It's like those executives, I feel like, change hands so much, like it's fired and refired and different people in. But they also. They don't keep up with it from script phase. They, right. they're in, what happened was in there in the middle of shoots, and then one of the they started seeing dailies or picked up the script. One of the executives did, and like, Wait man, Batman's not in Wait this for minute. two hours, and it said something needs to change here. And they're halfway; they're almost done shooting the movie, and they bring it. That sounds. Then. That sounds exactly like what happened with um with that Scooby Doo movie from two thousand two. Yeah. That's ex- yeah. that's the same thing that would happen. That's why guess, it's such guess a weird who, guess, film. Guess what studio it is. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Yeah. It's the same right. studio. That's exact that's, that's James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn I, said the same thing. It's like they he wrote a really raunchy script for for Scooby Doo because he was trying to aim it towards adults. And then they were in the middle of filming, and an exec said, "What is this?" I just <laughs> think that was a really weird, yeah. like, kind of combo. Like there were some like really kind of raunchy jokes in the Scooby Doo yeah. film. Like if you were an adult, you kind of understood, but like they kind of yeah. passed over the heads of kids. It was very awkward. It's the same yeah. story. It's I don't the know. Same story for twenty yep. years. When yep, yep, or yep. if WB will ever learn their lesson? I don't <laughs> think that they I ever really. Will. <laughs> It lose, I lose a lot of faith in WB. Yeah. And it's, and it's so Anyways. sad because I love Sony WB films and series, but. Yeah. And I wish the best yeah, for I them. I really do. I wish the best too. They just need to uh, get you know, out of they, their own way and trust yeah. the people that they yes. put in place to do yeah. things. They need to get, they need to give the DC property to someone right. else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 everything. They need to give, yeah. Well. For the sake of to everything, and I think that they need to give the all of their filmmaking decisions to somebody else. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Anyways, <laughs> hey, let's give our uh, final scores. So we have a one through five rating system here. Everybody should know it, but if not, I guess I'll go over it again. Uh, we gave some verbiage to our star system to help us keep track and help you guys keep track. So we have one through five. Number one, it's a don't waste your time. It's a horrible movie. Two stars. It's a bad movie. Watch it if you have absolutely nothing else to do. Three stars. It's okay. If it comes on, watch it. 
Four, it's good. You should definitely watch it. Five, it's a must watch. Stop everything you're doing and watch it right now. <laughs> uh, so I, I can go first. I gave this movie four stars. I thought it was a really, really good movie. I would really suggest everybody watch it. It has a lot of focus on the characters. It's a visually stunning movie. It's all around really good. I can't think of many things that I didn't like about it. The only thing it was is it's a little long is why I can't give it a, a five stars. It's a hard investment for somebody, especially somebody who's not a fan, to jump into and to devote that much amount of time in. But I thought it was really, really good. Four out of five stars for me. I'll go next. Um, I'll give it two separate ratings because I feel like <laughs> this this is one that kind of deserves two separate ones. So I'll go ahead and mm. go with the you're a you're a huge comic book fan. You love DC. You love comic books, all that stuff like that. I would give it a four and a half because like what Michael said, it's 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 not a five. It's not perfect, but it is pretty darn close. Like it's a pretty good film, but I just got to say the length is a little bit too long. And um, it's I feel like it it's it's one of those those products of like just a lot of overhead uh product like a uh, studio mashups where like they kind of gave him a full vision but then again he had he only had so much to deal with like as in introducing those characters and i felt like that kind of slumped down the the entirety that that's that was my only big gripe is he should not have had to introduce some of these characters and i felt like Yes, he did it in a great way. I love the visuals. I love the score. I love everything. But it's just that there's just so there's very there's still those few flaws that make it not perfect. But on the other hand, for I'm gonna give it to like a casual audience. I'm gonna give them a score. I, I have to get that score too because people are gonna watch it that are on HBO Max. They're gonna give it a watch. I would give it more of a three. I would give it more of a three because. This movie is just too long for someone who's not that invested into into comic books. It just is. It's too long, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't know what's going on with this, you really wouldn't be interested in watching this anyway, you know. But it is a good watch. It's very interesting. It's a good character study. But I feel like, as in, like if I were to just show this to a random person on the street who did who never really who doesn't really care about movies or anything like that he'd be like okay what is like why is this so long right. <laughs> you know he, he would, or right they get pretty bored or if i just showed it to a to a a, a, a kid like a 13 year old kid they wouldn't want to watch this mm -hmm. it, it's too long um it's too long there's not enough uh superhero stuff going on the first two hours of it and they wouldn't yeah. really understand a lot of it so i i for a casual audience i, I don't see them really watching this but definitely as a superhero fan and someone who's like wants to watch this kind of thing this is definitely fan service so yeah, yeah. um i would say kind of going a little bit off of raheem uh as like a superhero fan um i would probably rank it 4.5 4.7 like again there's really other than the length of the film there's really not much that i could critique uh, like, it was just really good. I don't have a lot of complaints other than the length of the film. However, for casual, more casual audience viewers, and I suspect, and y'all may be able to weigh in on this, but I, I suspect for more casual audience viewers that this would be better viewed as a miniseries. Um, and I do think mm, that's kind of the way that point. they filmed this. I agree. 
And I think that if they were to present this as a miniseries on HBO Max with different episodes, I think that this would be viewed much higher among ca- more casual audience viewers. Mm-hmm. Probably closer to like a 4 than like a 3.5 or something like that. Um, but it, yeah, if they end up going that route, I think for the casual audience, it'll probably be closer to like a 4. A um, little bit over a 4 maybe. But like if if they don't end up going that route with like the different episodes, if they stay with it, just like the four hour version, probably for the casual audience viewer, I'd probably go with the 3.5, 3.8. Um, just cause it is such a big commitment. And if you're not already a little bit invested into the universe, like you're going to be maybe a little bit confused, especially sort of like the different references that they have in the movies uh, or in, in the movie, um, you probably won't get, as many of the references and things like that. And I know um, one of the biggest things that I see, I, I you know, I have friends that don't watch Marvel movies or any type of like superhero films or films in general. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they're going to say is, bro, I'm not watching a four hour yeah. movie. This, this is the first thing they're going to say is I'm not watching a four hour movie. So <laughs> yeah. maybe, all right, maybe putting it into a miniseries is going to get the, that viewership, up, viewership right. up a little bit more. But um, that four hours already. I mean, there's people who don't want to watch any of the Marvel movies because there's already 23 films and they don't. They just don't want to invest that much time into it. Well, right? 23 so films like, versus four hours is a little different. I know, I know, but I know, but like, yes. they, they, the time commitment is yeah. the thing. No, so I it's get like it. you're right. If they that yeah. okay to your to you guys earlier point, if they want to have more people watch it, they put it in, as a mini series. But then again, I still. I, I want to die in a hill I, and say that. I like I that. that as, a, as, a, as a movie. <laughs> I, I think that you should be able to watch it either way. Like, personally, I mm, I, okay. I watched all, right. it all in one sitting, and I loved that version. But I also am a little bit more invested than maybe just, like, the casual viewer. I think that, like, there's right, a lot right. of people that I know that, you know, I mean, even, like, whenever I thought, thought of going back to rewatch it since then, I've been kind of like, man, I wish I could just, like, rewatch this one scene or this one, like, not necessarily seen, but it's one chapter, so to say, of the film. Um, and I yeah. kind of wish you still it, can. It you can just pause it when it changes series. when it changes chapters. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, <laughs> I could, but I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but you know why I yeah. think they can get away with it is because this movie was made for the fans more so than yes. any other movie that's ever existed. By the fans, this was for the fans only. Right, this only exists because of the. Hashtag release is not a cut. Yeah. This was People. for the ceiling fans. And so that's they know that the audience, they have a huge audience already. And yeah. they're built in. They're going to watch this four-hour version because it's what they wanted to see for years and years. They're not so much trying, I feel like, to get the more general audience who's just interested in more casual viewers. I I right. think that's why they. Get I agree. I agree with right. that. They they've already they've already missed that train of casual viewers <laughs> from 2017. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. But overall, high high ratings all around from everybody. And honestly, yeah. I don't I don't think if they're watching a two part episode of our podcast about it, I think they probably already get a pretty good hardcore <laughs> fan about it. So. <laughs> I would hope so. Right. Right. Yeah. But if if you know if you've seen these movies before. Uh, the Man of Steel, the BVS. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna like this definitely, and uh, so give it a chance and and give it a watch because it's got a lot of good things in there for the fans. Um, and if you can, if you can stand the four hours, you're gonna really enjoy it. I think so. Good, good ratings all around. 
Uh, do you guys have anything that you're into this week? Or not? Um, if nobody came prepared, we don't have to do it. <laughs> should I go first? No, we always it's always it's a go tradition, it. Michael. Okay, <laughs> except for part one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Well, that's different because this is still the same. Never mind. But anyways, it's still the same episode technically, sir. Technically, technically, it's the same episode. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what did I do? I I just been. <laughs> Shut don't up. volunteer to go first don't volunteer to go first and then be like I, oh. I can go first. <laughs> okay yeah you go first, I can go first. <laughs> you just want to talk <laughs> yeah what well, you got guys okay yeah so uh it's a little bit on brand uh but what i've been into recently is superman and lois it is so good oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it is mm. like it does not feel like a cw show like you don't have to watch any of the other CW shows to know what's going on in this series. Um, it feels like a totally different universe um, in the best way possible. And I say that as a fan of Arrow and The Flash and uh, oh, Supergirl and every uh, every one of the other shows. Um, Superman and Lois is so good. And it's been interesting because I typically am not the biggest fan of different iterations of different characters at the same time. Um, but being like very fascinated in the Henry Cavill version of Superman versus like this Superman and Lois version of Superman, it is very good. Highly recommend it. Really, I really do. We're only in like episode three, I think, <laughs> but still very early. A lot of room for disappointment, but please don't disappoint me, CW. <laughs> please don't. Yeah, I, I, I've been wanting to to watch that too, but um, you know, I think what's interesting about it is it's a complete different version of Superman that yes. we've ever seen, right? Yeah. He's, he's got two kids. Yes. Now he's and got. This, and it's about. Yeah. Not only with him battling versus like being like godlike in his powers and versus like his human side, but also he's battling. Both of those things versus also being a dad to two teenage boys, which is something totally um, unique, at least to me, that I've seen. It is, Um, yeah. It is is so good. Again, even though it is on the CW, I don't think that you really need to watch the entire CW universe, the Arrowverse, as they say, to be able to watch this show. I feel like you're... I feel like you're talking at me. Uh, Michael, <laughs> right I, am, I am kind of talking at Michael because he's not caught up. But but no, no, it is true because I, I get it. It is kind of intimidating. Um, I've been keeping up with that universe for probably like six or seven years now. So I have been in there since pretty much the beginning uh, before The Flash. Mm-hmm. But like at least as of now, um, and again, we're only like three or four episodes in. There's been no crossover, like no references to totally different universe. Michael, please watch it so I can talk to, to you about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Raheem, I can't you make should also watch it, please. I'll, I'll bump it up on my list. <laughs> I'll watch please it. Do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Michael, can I can I, I text y'all about it every single day until y'all watch it? <laughs> so I will. Yeah, say that, that would get me to watch it. I will. It has honestly been one of the few shows recently that I've actually been looking forward to watching every week. Like, wow. I I look forward to like, oh, like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next week. Uh, I haven't felt that way about The Flash or Legends of Tomorrow or like the other shows in quite some time. 
Right. And I'm be... honestly trying to Go I'm, ahead. I'm trying to catch up on the on the CW shows yeah. um cuz I always get behind this a lot of them but mm-hmm. man it's been hard to do because they've kind of gotten in a rut. Yeah, uh, it's very repetitive, so it's... very formulaic. Right. And it's good to hear that's that why kinda, this that's new why show I... is changing things up. It's so good. That's why I kind of didn't uh didn't really watch them because I'm not really like uh I'm not really about that. Raheem, you know? watch Superman and Lois. I will, just because you told me Please. to. It's only like three episodes. I'll watch just because you, you told me to. I'll watch it. Good. I'll put it on my list. No. Yeah, bump we'll, it, we'll maybe don't do it. Don't just put it on your list. Bump it to the top of your list. Oh, <laughs> top of my list. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, you guys were talking about TV shows. I was like... I. I don't know. I don't. I never. I never seen. I, I know something happened in the Arrowverse, but not too much. I know there's like a crossover not, or something. Yeah, not, not too much. Yeah, only like every year. Yeah. There's a, there's uh, a crossover every year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It is. <laughs> big big deals. Um. All right. Well, let me do my my. What am I into? That's that's a good one, Casty. I think I will watch it after your <laughs> your recommendation don't tease me um <laughs> a little teaser but um i i've the past few weeks i kind of i've been forgetting that we have to that we do <laughs> what do you into so we're halfway through the podcast I'm like crap i gotta find something um but i do i do remember something that i look forward to um every week is a podcast um, besides the reserve seating podcast, but a podcast that I really enjoy is one of my favorites. Um, it's called Rebel Force Radio. It's a Star Wars podcast, and I can't really remember if I've done this um, one on the show or not. Um, but anyways, this is Star Wars podcast. It's the longest running Star Wars podcast ever, and it's the most downloaded. So it's the most popular too. Um, but they, this is two hosts, Jason Swank and, and Jimmy Mack. They're lifelong Star Wars fans, but they uh really have a great uh, chemistry relationship and they talk uh they they're just huge huge fans of the whole um of the whole saga and the whole the whole franchise and that's it really comes across most as they really they really care about um the characters and the stories and everything like that but they do um they have a they feature a lot of celebrity guests and and big interviews with like Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher, and you know, the big, big star Wars actors and, and people who are involved in the saga. Um, but they do news commentary, their own opinions, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's reviews on contests and everything like that. So um, if you, if you're a star Wars fan at all, I would recommend listening to rebel force radio. It's one of the best um, podcasts that I could, I could recommend to you. So, I look yeah. forward to to listening to that every week, and I think other Star Wars fans might might as well. So check it out, Rebel Force Radio. Ooh, <laughs> good podcast recommendation. Thanks. All right, are you, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. What you got? All right, so I had time to think. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Um, I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother recently. <laughs> okay. Even though I've already watched it in high school, I'm, I'm rewatching it for some reason. I don't know. I just got drawn to it again. I was like, I want to watch this again. You know, it's, but I will say it is still so funny. If you like that kind of thing, you guys are <laughs> yawning in my face. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never seen the show, so I don't know. But 
Somebody else did recommend it to me um, this week. She's actually, laughing. She's really? She, Who did yeah. me? No. Was it me? Oh, okay. That's okay. Cassie's over dying. That's okay. My <laughs> no, my husband Andrew really loves that show, and really, yes, he's a big fan. Have you met Ted? <laughs> yes, he actually used to play like all his games at yes. uh, at the bars, uh, where he would like. Yeah, play those games to get other people's numbers, like for his friends and stuff like that. I don't know. I've never watched the show, actually. I've never been mm-hmm. able to get into it. I've tried, um, not been able to get into it. He loves it so much. You should talk to him about well, it. Well, you know what? I, I, I woke up and I chose violence today, so I'm just gonna say it. It's better than friends. It's it's Ooh. better than friends. Mm. I chose violence. Michael's like. Mm. <laughs> Guys, I like, don't know. My family, I we're, we're a friend's household. I know. That's tough. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's why I said I, I chose violence. I chose yeah. violence. I like it way more. I like friends. I watch friends and I, not going to lie, I haven't seen all of friends. Don't get me wrong. People right. say it's one of those shows that it takes to grow on you, but I just like how I met your mother a lot more. And I know, like, it's, it's a, that's a pretty controversial thing to say yes. sometimes. Yes. But <laughs> she said yes. <laughs> but I think how I met your mother is hilarious. I just do. I just think they're just so wacky. They're just so dumb. But Classic. I don't know. That's what I've been into. Awesome. I decided to just go All ahead right. and just just make angry someone angry today. So well, I think go. I, I'm gonna add that to my list too. It sounds like a good one, and I've been recommending then, it a couple. And then times you're gonna say this week. And- then you're gonna send me a Snapchat. It's not funny. Yes. Wait, <laughs> send that Snapchat to me too. So I can be validated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it, it's kind of funny. It, it's a little bit. It's not like my favorite, but it, it has yeah. its moments. Has I, its I moments. think that for me, it's the, the element of like um, Ted just being so such an idiot. Yeah. He's so dumb. He's so Michael. Just so you know, Ted is really dumb. Which one's like, Ted? He, uh, he's the main character. No, Patrick Harris. Which one's that? That's Ted. He's the, the you know main no Neil Patrick Harris is not the main character. Oh, the other guy. Ted is not Neil Patrick Harris and not Jason Segel. Is the other one? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know yeah. his. Name. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Yeah. The other one. All right. So it sounds yeah, like Ted's a great dumb. show. So, anyways. <laughs> Uh, oh wow wow she's so bad she's so bad no, oh i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding no uh, but i mean yeah i've been i've been getting into it it's funny it's uh i mean i think it's funny but also yeah. apparently my snapchats aren't funny so you know. uh, yes uh, <laughs> anyways hey thank you guys for sticking with us through this part two episode of uh reserve seating the snyder cut edition um really appreciate you guys coming through and listening to us and i really appreciate uh cassie for joining us and, and giving her thoughts on uh, the movie thank you cassie thank you all for having me i've been like talking about starting my own podcast for months and i've not started yeah. it yet so thank you all for having me <laughs> be an outlet it takes a while we yes we, we and raheem talked about starting a podcast for Quite a few months before we actually did it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can, it was a. It'll happen eventually. Like, hey, we should probably do it. We yeah. should create our own yeah. like podcast yeah. multiverse. <laughs> we could. Podcast verse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reserve seating. Eventually. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll come back anytime, Cassie. Uh, we really enjoy having you on, and I know our listeners do too. Guys, while we're away, until next week's episode, you can find us all over the place on social media for sure. You can find me over there at uh, Instagram on mcastle3. I'm on TikTok at m... No, no, at mikecast37. And I'm on Twitter at mw underscore castle. Uh, you can find Raheem on Snapchat probably, right? I'm not getting on my Snapchat anymore. Nope, no. no. Find, find Raheem. <laughs> find Raheem on this podcast. What about <laughs> Cassie? Can anybody find you anywhere? Yeah. Yes. So you can find me probably best on <laughs> on Instagram. It's uh, Cassidy, C-A-S-S-I-D-Y, underscore Riley, R-I-L-E-Y, 97, at, uh, well, I guess that, that is the at, uh, <laughs> uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yes, Cassidy, underscore Riley, 97, uh, on Instagram. Awesome. And, guys, you can also email us at the, at the show at reservedseatingpod at gmail.com. That's a great way to get in touch with us. Let us know what you want to hear, what you like about the show so far, what you don't like. Also, another great way is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars is preferred. Also, leave a comment. Let us know what you think anywhere that you can listen to us. Um, let us know where you are listening to us. We'd like to, we'd like to hear that information as well. So, thanks, everybody, for joining us and until next don't time forget to, don't forget to get your reserve seating <laughs> get your reserve seating nailed it got it that time didn't still nailed it still not but <laughs> that's okay goodbye guys we'll see you, see you next week. bye bye, <laughs> bye.